This is the Crazy Beautiful Life Podcast. I'm Bethany, but most people call me B, and I'm your host. From health and wellness, money moves, environmentalism, lifestyle design, and more, this podcast helps inspire you to live your most crazy beautiful life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. Happy Monday morning. I hope you are all having a lovely time doing whatever it is that you may be up to right now. Maybe you're drinking coffee in your PJs. Right now, I am sipping on some soda water out of wine glass because I'm extra. Um, Maybe you're listening to this while you're out for a wee walk, or maybe you're on your way to work. Maybe you're cleaning up your space. Whatever it may be, I hope you're enjoying whatever it is that you are up to right now. And thank you for allowing me to join you in these tasks. Right now, um, I am just having the best evening. It is Sunday night, and I'm wearing my new tracksuit that my sister got me, and I'm just feeling so present and so grateful and so happy that we get to sit down and record another episode together. You guys, I have accomplished one of my many New Year's resolutions for the month, and one of my resolutions for the entire year of 2021 was that I wanted to read one book per month, and I just finished my first book, which means that I read one book in January, and I might end up reading, well, I already started another one. I don't know if I'll finish it this month, but hey, you never know, Um, but I just finished reading The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And I loved it. If you guys are interested in following along with all of the books that I'm reading, then you can just head on over to my Instagram highlights. I'm keeping all of the books that I love in the highlights so that y'all can just go and quickly reference them if you were interested in starting a new book. So head on over to my Instagram. My Instagram is at B-E-E.S-P-I-E-R-S. That's at B Spears. And yeah, that's where you'll find everything. But anyways, the power of now, I absolutely love this book. And I'm really happy that I started the the whole year and that I started 2021 with this wonderful piece of like literal art. And I think it was important that I started the year with this book because I am very much a goal setter. I am a go-getter. I am a to-do list checker offer. And because I'm like that, I feel like I often forget about what is happening right here and right now. And I know it's so cliche, but all we really have is the present moment. And when you establish a really deep appreciation for the present moment, you really feel everything deeper and you see everything in a different light and time slows down and life slows down. And that is like one of the biggest things that I pulled from this book is that nothing is more important than the now. And it's so easy to get caught up in building our dreams and building our future and working towards all of these things that we totally forget and disregard about all the things that are happening right here and right now. This week, I posted a quote on Instagram that reads, I will get there, but right now I am here and here is wonderful. And it really shook me. And I really just had to sit and think like, yeah, here is wonderful. And, you know, we will get to a time when life is normal and we will get to be able to go to concerts again and we will achieve our dream lives and our goals and we will wake up in our dream homes. But right now we are here and we are here and we are now and here is wonderful. 
At certain times throughout 2020, I completely fell victim to hustle culture. And I was totally bound up by the idea that more is more is more and the fuller the schedule, the better. But when shit hit the fan and my life was put on hold for a few months, like the entire rest of the world, I truly realized and honored how important the present moment is. So if you are someone who is like me, if you are someone who, you know, just feels like you're always going, 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 I totally recommend this book. Actually, I recommend this book to absolutely everyone. If you are not someone who is always on the go, if you are someone who's super chill, if you are someone who doesn't set goals or doesn't work towards things or whatever it may be, every single person needs to read this book and every single person needs to really just take a second and appreciate the now and the present and the people that we're with and the experiences that we're having and the special times that we're sharing. They are so, so, so important. One of my really close friends is super good at living in the moment. And my other girlfriends and I always tease her because something like a walk that takes us like 10 minutes will take one of my friends like 40 minutes because she stops every two minutes to look at the birds and look at the trees and smell the smells and just be super, super present. And since I've sort of adopted that habit and also since reading this book, I'm kind of like, wow, I totally get why she lives that way. Like being in the present moment is so fulfilling and it is just so magical. In 2020, we all got thrown completely off of our schedules, our preferences, and our entire lives were completely shifted. And more recently, with more restrictions being added, yet again, many of us are finding ourselves working from home, studying from home, learning from home, exercising at home, and spending a lot more time indoors than we've ever been used to. There is a very clear doom mindset that a lot of people are currently feeling. And this has made it hard for a lot of people to feel motivated and inspired. There's just so much going on in the news and and new things are happening every single day and Twitter is blowing up and the news is blowing up and historical events are happening back to back to back and my faith in humanity is dwindling. (laughs) But with all of these things going on around us and all of these distractions, Many of us have found it really, really hard to be productive and to keep working on the things that we need to work on and really just try and live a normal life. I can totally agree that the last wee while has been hard to not be glued to the news and glued to the TV and constantly consuming. And although it's important to be informed, it also has really hindered my productivity. So I feel you guys 100% if you are struggling with your productivity right now, I'm with you. We are truly in this together. Do you ever find that, do you ever find yourself feeling like you're not able to get anything done? The days and the weeks pass and you haven't really accomplished anything. You've set these goals. You have these aspirations. You have these projects that you're working towards. But as each day goes by, each week goes by, each month goes by, they never really get done. You haven't ticked the boxes that you wanted to tick. You haven't done the workout program that you wanted to do or you haven't had enough attention or be able to provide enough attention and had the productivity and the inspiration and the motivations to do the things that you want to do. 
Maybe you've set some really incredible goals for this year and you just haven't been able to find the time or the energy or the focus needed to put the work towards those goals. I know how you feel. I know it's hard to be productive when it feels like the world is honestly falling apart. I know it's hard to be productive when your partner wants to watch TV or the dishes need to be done, dogs need to be walked, laundry needs done, kids need to be taken care of. There are a million and one distractions and it can be really hard to focus on what you need to focus on and take action and take steps towards those goals, tasks, and aspirations. That's why in today's episode, I am going to be giving you guys 10 tips that you need to implement today to be more productive in 2021. And I'm going to tell you a little secret. Productivity is not adding more things to the list and accomplishing more things. Productivity is not checking things off the list. Productivity is a mindset. It is a way of life. It is truly a state of being in which you do small things every single day to set yourself up for success and prosperity. Productivity is making more use of the time that you do have so you can work hard and play even harder. So grab your notepad and get ready to write down these 10 tips for being more productive in 2021. Also, y'all can join me in the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group, and I will have all the tips listed there in case you're driving or cleaning or running or whatever it may be. You don't have your notepad right now. Don't worry. All the tips are going to be in the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group, and I'm going to start a thread so that everyone else can post their productivity tips as well. So. If you want to get more done in 2021, if you want to make make more use of your time, if you want to work a little harder but play even harder, and if you want more time to do the things that you enjoy and accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish, then keep listening to this episode. Okay, you guys, so let's get right into this. 10 tips for being more productive in 2021. And I will say as the tips go on, they become more and more and more important. So the 10th tip is my like absolute best tip. I should have done it the other way around, but whatever. Um, So let's get right into this. Tip number one for being more productive in 2021 is to do a 10 minute tidy every single day. A cluttered space will yield a cluttered mind. So you need to make sure that your space is clean and clear and tidy and organized. And implementing a simple 10-minute tidy every single day is such an easy thing that you can do that will make a huge difference. I honestly cannot be productive in an environment that is messy. If there is laundry on the floor, if there is dishes in the sink, if things are just all out of sorts and, you know, the couch is a mess or my my books are all over the place, whatever it may be, I cannot be productive. And the only thing that I can focus on is putting everything away. And then I end up going crazy and like cleaning my entire condo top to bottom. (laughs) I just, I can't deal with it. And when my space is clean and tidy and clear, I feel inspired. I feel relaxed. I feel calm, but I also feel really, really motivated. So a daily 10 minute timer is great. You just tidy up, 
10 minutes, put on two of your favorite songs. And it really also prevents the messiness from piling up. So then when it is time to do your big clean for the week or whatever that may be, it's not such a daunting task. Like it's not an overwhelming task. Like, oh, wow, I didn't do laundry throughout the entire week. And now I have six loads of laundry. Whereas if I did a 10 minute tidy one day, it literally takes two minutes to throw everything in the machine. Boom, done. Things aren't going to pile up. Things aren't going to get super messy and overwhelming, which will hinder your productivity. Additionally, having everything where it is supposed to be will increase your productivity a lot. You'll be able to find the things that you need to be productive when you need them. So you aren't wasting any of your precious time looking for random things around the house. Like, where are my running shoes? Where's my agenda? Where's my favorite, you know, sweater that I like to use when I go running? Where's this? Where's that? It's just like, oh, okay, now I'm doing content creation. This is where I keep my tripod. This is where I keep my ring light. Now I'm doing podcasting. This is where I'll find my microphone. Now I'm going to do um, some journaling. This is where my journal is. You're not going to waste any of your time looking for the things that you need to be productive and and the tasks and such that you need to do because all of those tools will be in their places and you'll just go and grab them when you need them. So I think that having a clean and tidy space, doing a daily 10 minute tidy up is amazing for your productivity. But aside from having a clean and organized space, I need to have a clean and organized mind. So tip number two for being more productive in 2021 is to clear your headspace before starting any task. When you sit down at your computer to watch a lecture or to answer emails, before jumping right into that, take a few moments to clear your headspace so that you can focus on the task at hand. For me, this means a minute or two of just breathing with my eyes closed, or sometimes I will do a quick guided meditation on YouTube where I just sit in my desk, like at my chair, or I'm sitting on the couch or whatever it may be. And I just put my headphones in and I just do a quick little meditation to really clear my headspace and make space for what I need to focus on. On top of this, I add a really deep level of presence to what I'm about to do. And I really try and focus my attention on the now, on the present moment, not thinking about what I need to do next, not thinking about what I didn't finish earlier, not thinking about what I'm going to make for dinner later, but really adding that level of presence and using the power of now to hone in my focus and say, hey, this is what I'm doing now. This is what I'm accomplishing now. And nothing else matters other than the task in front of me. Maybe it's a lecture I need to watch. Maybe it's a paper I need to read. Maybe it's a paper I need to write. Maybe it's some emails that I need to send. Whatever it may be, you can really just take a moment, clear your headspace, and focus on the now. You can apply this level of presence to really whatever it it is that you are doing. Maybe it's not something on your computer. Maybe you're going out for a run. Before you go out for that run, take a moment to really clear your headspace and really become present in 
I am going for a run and the only thing that I'm going to think about and the only thing that I am thinking about is my run and just applying that level of presence to what you're doing. And I can promise you it makes the task so, so, so much more enjoyable. Think about your feet striking the ground. Think about standing tall. Think about using arm swing. Think about your breathing patterns. Don't focus on what comes after your run. We're going to get there. Don't think, oh my God, I got to go home and then I got to shower and then I got to make a smoothie and then I got to go to work. No, we're not thinking about that. We're literally only thinking about the run. So really take a few moments. And you can apply this to literally any task that you need to do, even if it's cleaning your condo or your apartment, or even if it's taking your dog for a walk, whatever it is, take a moment and clear your headspace and just try and remain present. And I promise you, it will increase your productivity so much more. You'll be able to actually focus on what you're doing and provide it your undivided attention without all of these little, little fairies or whatever bickering in the background of you need to figure out what's for dinner. You need to figure out when you're going to do this. You need to figure out blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you can just clear your headspace and focus on what you're doing. Okay. Tip number three for being more productive in 2021 is to wake up early. Now I did a full Podmas episode about waking up early, why I'm a morning person, and y'all should definitely go and listen to that. It is episode number 42 and it is, it is titled why you should become a morning person. And this is one of my biggest tips for productivity. It is to wake up early and to start Early. I wake up every single day between 6 and 6.30 a.m. And this is when I get done all of my things, whether it's a secret project that I'm working on, hint, 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 or it's content planning or it's emails or podcasting stuff, or maybe I'm working on my website or maybe I'm writing my book, no matter what it is. All of that stuff gets done in the morning because those are the most productive hours of the day. In the morning, cortisol, which is your stress hormone, is at its highest, which primes you for being focused and adds more of a go-getter mentality into your mindset. During this time, you have the most mental clarity and the most mental capacity to check things off the list. I love mornings because there are just way less distractions. In the early hours of the morning, when everyone is still sleeping, my phone isn't going off yet, social media is pretty quiet, and I just find a lot of solitude and stillness and peace and quietness in the early hours of the morning. I spoke a lot about mornings in episode 42, so go listen to that. I'm not going to go super into it now, but becoming a morning person will change your level of productivity completely. And honestly, becoming a morning person will change your life, which leads me to my next tip, which is to always do the hardest task first or the most important hardest slash most important task first. That is tip number four. Always do them first. Okay. Okay. So 
we often bump the hardest or the most important task to the bottom of our to-do lists. And then by the time we get there, you know, we've been working on checking the things off throughout the day or throughout the week or the month or whatever it may be. And by the time we get to the hardest task, that thing that we've just been putting off and putting off, we're burnt out. We're uh, uninspired. We are tired and we are ready to just call it a day call of the night, whatever it may be. And this often leads us to procrastinate those really hard tasks further and further back and days or even weeks go by and we have yet to finish that task, whatever that task may be for you. Maybe the hardest task for you is a vulnerable blog post or maybe it's emailing a really important person or sending an uncomfortable email, whatever it may be. When we accomplish the hardest task First, we provided our most alert, present, and energetic self, which will make all of the things after that a lot less hard. Let's give an example. So say you're cleaning the bathroom. Horrible, right? Totally. You're cleaning the bathroom and you always leave it till the very end to take the hair out of the drain. You leave it until last because it's the hardest part. It is the worst part. It is awful. So you leave it until the very, very, very end. And then by the time you get there, you're already worn out from cleaning the entire bathroom that you just say, screw it. I'll do it next week. If you get to that state, you're just going to to put it off again and again and again. And then you're never going to get the damn hair out of the drain. So what you should have done is you really just should have done that hard thing first. And then cleaning all the rest of the bathroom will seem like a total breeze. Or on on the flip side as well, instead of the hardest task, you should be doing the most important task first. If you could only accomplish one thing and one thing only on that specific day, what is the most important thing that needs to get done? When you figured out the most important thing, do it first and then do the rest of your to-do list based on priority. This provides way more structure than a simple to-do list with a ton of things on it. Instead, you're doing the most important thing and then you're going down the list in order of importance so that all of the really, really important things get done and your whole to-do list is just more organized and more effective. Tip number five for being more productive in 2021 is to time block or set timers for everything. Maybe you want to read more. Set a timer for 20 minutes. I do this all the time. I recently started reading quite a wee bit, and all I do is set a timer for 20 minutes. Maybe you need to send a couple of emails. Set a timer for one hour. Maybe you need to do groceries. Time block one hour of the day to do groceries. Need to meal prep? Set a two-hour timer. I used timers so much during my last semester of university. I would literally set a one hour of the timer of like pure focused studying. And then after that, I would take a second to check my phone or go on Instagram. And then I would set a 10 minute timer for that too. I like went crazy in my last semester of university. I was literally setting timers for everything. I'm also a little bit of a neat freak, like I've told you guys so many times by now, and I can spend literally three full days like scrubbing my condo 
top to bottom. But when I set that 10 minute timer daily, or maybe I set a 30 minute timer once a week, I really have to focus and get done as much as I can within that time frame. And then when that, when the timer's done, I'm done and I'm moving on to whatever thing is next. I also find it really, really motivating when you have a timer set, say your timer is set for an hour and you check and there's only like 20 minutes left in that timer and you really have to like bunker down and provide your full focus to the task at hand. I set timers when I make my podcast notes. I usually sit down on a Sunday night and I will finish up my podcast notes and then I will record the podcast and and upload it to be posted on Monday and everything like that. But when I'm doing my podcast notes, I will set a two hour timer and I try and get done all of my notes within that timer. Aside from timers, Time blocking is incredibly effective in ensuring that everything has a space. Similar to organization in your condo or your house, how everything has a place. Your keys have a place. Your purse has a place. Your shoes have a place. Time blocking is almost like providing everything that you need to do a space. And I absolutely love, love, love time blocking. So I know that when I first wake up in the morning, the first 30 minutes are when I do my skincare, when I make my coffee, and when I sit on the couch with my blanket and I read for 30 minutes while I drink my coffee. And it's more like 20 minutes after I do my skincare and such, but like the first 30 minutes when I wake up, I know that that is my time block and I have provided the space for me to do enjoyable skincare and for me to just sit down and read my book for a wee while. I know that on Tuesday nights, I have time blocked two hours for meal prepping and meal prep has a space. This goes for calls as well. Calls or meetings, pretty much everything is virtual now. So pretty much calls. Uh, Before you jump on a call with someone, time block 15 minutes in which that call duration will occur. That way, when you get on the call, you know that you have 15 minutes to cover whatever it is you need to cover and it will allow you within the call to be super clear and concise and productive and effective. And your call's not going to be too drawn out and leak over into other time blocks of your day. And it's not going to take up too much of your time. I even time block my lunch on my days off or my dinner. um, And that just sort of provides a space for at this time, I am going to be making dinner with Danny and we are going to be sitting down and having dinner together and chit-chatting. I just find find that time blocking is super effective in just providing space for the things that need space and everything needs space. Everything needs time. So I absolutely love time blocking. And if you haven't started it yet, you should definitely, definitely try it out. Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the episode. I just wanted to interrupt you briefly to talk about Young Living Essential Oils. Young Living Essential Oils are the international leader in therapeutic grade essential oils. With their seed to seal guarantee, you can ensure that you are getting essential oils of the highest purity and highest potency. Some of my favorite, favorite blends are Valor, Peace and Calming, and Christmas Spirit. 
They have hundreds of different essential oils, natural health products, accessories, and more on their website. I absolutely love their natural home cleaning products. If you are ready to switch out things in your daily life for a natural, chemical-free alternative, then Young Living Essential Oils is the company for you. Additionally, should you decide to do the business side of things, their compensation plan is phenomenal. They have provided me so much financial freedom, emotional freedom, and chemical freedom in my life. If you're ready to get started with your Young Living journey, whether it be just purchasing some oils or getting going with your business, send me a DM and I'm happy to help you out. Okay, so going off of time blocking or time batching, tip number six for being more productive in 2021 is to task batch. When I first heard of task batching, I was like, hmm, I'm already doing that. That is so irrelevant. That is such a stupid tip. I totally do this all the time. And then I realized that I absolutely do not task block at all, or I wasn't at the time. So task batching is a productivity tool used by various productivity experts. And it is when you group all like tasks together and you do them all within the same time block. Trust me, if you think you're already task batching, you're likely not. And when you realize you're not, it hits you like a train. So when we group similar tasks together, it's much easier to get into that flow state of getting those things done rather than doing one hour of emails and then one hour of cleaning, one hour of website development, and then one hour of cleaning out your closet and then one hour of physical activity. You're sort of like just jumping from one task to the next, to the next, to the next. Instead of doing that, task batch all those things together. So that when you're in a cleaning mindset, you're cleaning your apartment. When you're in, you know, an emailing and networking mindset, you're emailing and networking. When you're in a creative mindset, you are doing whatever creativity looks like for you. Um, For me, it's working on my website. It's working on my Instagram page. It's, you know, just being really creative without giving away all my secrets. (laughs) Um, But Uh, Task batching all of the things together will inevitably make you way more productive and it will help you stop jumping from one thing to the next from, you know, cleaning out your closet when you're trying to tidy up your apartment or are you ever cleaning and then you find something that's been missing for a while and then you sit there and you like play with that thing for a wee while. We all do it. It is such a guilty thing that we all do is we get distracted and then we jump from one thing to the next. One of my favorite way to task batch cleaning is just to have a total gist day. And gist stands for get your shit together. And for me, this usually takes place on a Sunday. And that is when I batch all my major cleaning things together, like running the Nespresso on self-clean, running the dishwasher on self-clean, vacuuming the condo, taking out the recycling and the compost, organizing the shoe closet. On my just days, I know that I have to get my shit together in order to be super productive throughout the rest of the week. And then throughout the week, I won't jump from creating content to putting my weights away, to tucking away my yoga mat, to going back to my computer. I can just sort of task batch all of those like things together. 
This is especially true for when I really need to focus on different computer work. Maybe I am reading some research articles for an estrogen empire topic, or maybe I'm applying for jobs, for kinesiologist jobs. I really like to task batch all of those things together so that I'm in the right mindset. If I'm applying for jobs, I like to do emails um, that may not even be job related whatsoever, but I like to do all of my emails. Um, And then I like to do applying for jobs because I'm in that sort of professional, uh, I am a kinesiologist, like Bethany, the kinesiologist mindset, if you know what I mean, instead of Bethany, the gal on Instagram, chit-chatting about random things. I really have to like switch mindsets. But then when it's, once I'm in that more like professional mindset and like businessy and like job application mindset, I really get into a good flow state. And then all of those things are much easier. So task batching, is the key for productivity. I absolutely love it. Tip number seven to be more productive in 2021 is so important. And that is to take breaks that include movement. Taking breaks is super, super important for ensuring that your time on task is genuinely on task and your time off task is genuinely off task and totally guilt-free. One of the areas that I went wrong during university was actually not adding breaks into my study sessions at all. This means I would stop here and there to check my phone or go on Pinterest or chit chat with my friends rather than staying super focused during focus time and then doing whatever I wanted guilt free during break time. These breaks can include maybe you take a break to eat breakfast or you take a break to eat eat to eat lunch, or maybe your breaks are when you text or Snapchat your friends, whatever it is, make sure that you are taking actual breaks that you're not like, oh, I'm checking my phone and then I'm watching my lecture and checking my phone and then I'm watching my lecture, watch your lecture and then take a break, good, solid break to check your phone and chit chat with your friends. Additionally, breaks that include Any sort of movement or physical activity of any kind provide statistically significant enhancements in cognitive functions. This is well studied and it is well known that physical activity can increase cerebral blood flow as well as um, facilitate neuroplasticity in the brain, priming you for optimal cognitive function. I pulled a specific study from the the University of Naples in Italy, which found that small bouts of aerobic physical activity can alter the expression um, and the expression and the activity of neurological proteins, increasing cognitive capacity and neuroplasticity. This is well studied, well cited and is a well known fact in the exercise and exercise and neurology world. A short movement break is essential for productivity to really get that blood flowing and just simply take a wee break. Also, leading a sedentary lifestyle increases the risk of several lifestyle-related chronic illnesses such as type 2 diabetes, obesity, cardiovascular disease, hypertension, and so much more. So move your body as often as you can and any way that you can and any way that feels good to you and just make sure that these breaks include movement, you guys. There are several studies that have shown a linear relationship between time spent sitting and the risk of illness. So just 
get up and show your body some love and show your body that you care for it and move. Your health and your productivity will thank you. So tip number eight is one of my all-time favorite productivity tips, and that is to schedule a CEO day every single week. I call this my CEO day um, because this is like my time to just be an absolute badass and really prep myself for the entire week ahead. Some people call this their boss babe day. Some people call this their admin day. I hear a lot of people calling it their admin day, but I don't know. I do intend on being self-employed one day, so I really just like calling it my, my CEO day. And my weekends, so... My weekends are Sunday, Monday. Uh, I work Saturday, so I'm off Sunday, Monday. So that is my weekend. And Sunday is sort of like my gist day. That's when I clean and everything like that. And then I do all of my planning and podcasting. And then Monday, I have allocated time for my CEO day. You can call this whatever you want. Admin day is obviously the most popular, but I don't know. I just like calling it my CEO day. Okay, so I will stand corrected. This is not an entire day, but rather just a couple of hours that I spend each week at the beginning of the week on Monday prepping everything for the week. This is when I get out my agenda and I plan. This is when I figure out which tasks I need to complete, which content I need to post and content that I need to create, what emails I need to send. Maybe on my um, CEO slash admin day, I've been meaning to schedule a pap smear or a dentist appointment. Maybe I've needed to call for a refill on my prescriptions. Maybe I need to order something online or stock up on an oil that I'm running low on. I do all these things on my CEO day. So on my CEO days, this is what I typically do. I like to start with my journal and just a really simple, maybe it's journaling prompt or maybe it's just a total mind dump, how I'm feeling, how the previous week was and how I want to feel in the week to come. Things that I want to do less of in, in the week to come, things that I want to do more of. I like to just sort of dump it all out there. It doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be well-written. Sometimes I write in point form and I just like to have like verbal diarrhea and just get it all out. Then after that, I grab my bullet journal and I go to my habit tracker and I see which of my goals that I have currently done. So did I sing once that week? Did I run once that week? Did I do yoga once that week? Did I do something for the people for the planet once that week? So I like to do that in my bullet journal. I like to check in on my goals and just a couple other little habit trackers and stuff that I have in my bullet journal. I just absolutely love. And then after I've done my soul work, so that's my soul work. I do my my normal journaling and my bullet journaling. Soul work is done. So then I take out my agenda and that is when I start all of my planning. My CEO days really do set me up for success for the entire week. I know whose birthdays are coming up. I know what appointments I have coming up. I know what days I need to do what. And they really just help me feel like a total badass and like a person who is just on top of their shit. I love these days. They help They help me feel prepared. And um, I don't know. I just feel like I've checked in on all aspects of my life in a very tangible way when I have like a productive CEO day. 
Which leads me to tip number nine is to be more productive in 2021. You need to plan everything. I do this on my CEO days. Like I said, I plan everything and I truly mean it. I plan what time I'm going to bed, when I'm waking up, if there is a night where I'm staying up a little bit earlier and I need to wake up a little bit later, whatever it is, I plan it all out. What workouts am I doing? And like, not just specifically, like I want to work out every day at this time, but what workout am I doing? Maybe I am doing a live class, hint, hint. Um, maybe I'm doing a YouTube video or maybe it's a workout from one of your favorite eBooks, whatever it is, get specific and plan it out on Monday. I am doing Heather Robinson on Tuesday. I am doing blog on Wednesday. I am doing this workout from, you know, this influencer on Instagram, whatever it may be, get really, really specific and plan it all out. So you're not like waking up and being like, Hmm, ha, what workout should I do? If you know what workout you're going to do, you're going to be way more likely to do it. And you're going to be way less likely to try and skip out on it. So get really specific. When are you doing your groceries? When are you meal prepping? When are you going for your run? When are you doing your 52 weeks of yoga? When are you doing your self-care? When are you having your CEO day? Plan everything and it will make your life run so much more smooth and everything will just be so much more pleasant. Now, some people find this really overwhelming and they find it to be a bit too much. And I can totally understand that. But it's less about sticking to a rigorous schedule and more about ensuring that you have made space for all of the things that you need to do. And it's it's just a very tangible and visual way to see everything that's going on. So I'm a very pen and paper type of gal. I love to write it all down. I love to see it right there, right in front of me. I just find it super productive and super effective for me. And if I fall off the schedule, no big deal. It's just a general framework to provide structure and to increase the productivity in your life. And if you miss a day or two, or if you miss a task or two, or if you're not perfectly on schedule, that is a okay. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Changes can obviously be made, but I just find that having everything planned really keeps me on track, especially when I'm working towards specific goals. If you're in university, plan exactly what days you are going to study and what you are going to study on those days. Plan what time you're taking your breakfast break or your lunch break. Plan your movement break. Plan everything. Give everything space to be. Take all of those time blocks, all of those task batches and say, okay, from 6.30 a.m. until 8 a.m., I am doing exercise, mobility, and stretching. Okay, that's done. From 8.30 a.m. until 9 a.m., I am having a shower and I am doing some self-care. It just really, really helps provide that structure and allows space so that you can see that you do have time and that when you optimize your time, there's a lot more time in your schedule than what you think. Tip number 10 to be more productive in 2021 is the absolute most important tip. And that is put away your phone. There is no doubt that our phones are our absolute biggest distractions. 
On average, adults spend about 11 hours per day staring at their phone. Some of this may be productive, but the majority of it is most definitely not. One of my goals is to keep my daily screen time on my phone to four hours or less per day. And it's really hard to stick to this. The majority of what I do is through Instagram and Facebook. So I find it really challenging to keep this number down. Our phones are our biggest distractions. And many of us are unaware that we may suffer from phone addiction. In order to be productive in 2021, we need to rid ourselves of this huge distraction that is keeping us from just achieving our goals and being productive and getting things done. And that is our phones. When I'm trying to focus on a task or something I really need to get done, I actually started leaving my phone in the bedroom and then taking off my Apple Watch. And this really decreases the amount of notifications that I'm getting and also stops me from reaching from my phone every couple of minutes. The average phone user unlocks their phone an average of 150 times per day. And I totally catch myself reaching my for my phone after only a few minutes of just checking it. Like nothing has changed. I don't need to unlock my phone. I don't need to refresh Instagram. I just checked it a couple of minutes ago. Nothing has changed. But that is just the reality of how distracting our phones are. I also definitely encourage that you watch The Social Dilemma. That will really help you conceptualize why we need to spend less time on our phones. When I was in uni, I would actually, on really, really big study days, I would turn my phone off altogether. I would text my mom and I would tell Danny and I'd be like, hey, I'm not going to answer for the next few while. Don't freak out. I've turned my phone off. I'm trying to study. Many of us are buried in our phones for several hours per day, and they are definitely hindering our ability to be productive. While you're staring at your phone, scrolling through pic- scrolling through TikTok or Pinterest, your life is passing you by. And the dreams in which you're waiting to accomplish are sitting there stagnant. So put your phone away. Turn off notifications on your laptop and watch how easy it is to be productive and to be more effective and to get more done in less time. So there you have it, everyone. My 10 tips for being more productive in 2021. You see, being productive is not the act of adding more to the list. It's the act of being more effective in the shorter time frames that you've got. I encourage all of you to adopt the mindset that productivity is not a task or a checking of the box, but rather a mindset and a lifestyle adaptation that allows you to do more with less, work hard, play even harder. All the tips that I listed off today will be in the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group. And if you do any of these tips, let me know in the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group. I would absolutely love to see y'all doing these tips. Despite all that's going on, you have the capacity and the ability to achieve your wildest dreams in 2021. And implementing these simple productivity tips can truly help you get there. I feel it in the depth of my freaking soul that this will be a good year for me and for all of you. 
take this year by the horns and do what needs to be done to design a life that you love, a life that you can't wait to wake up to, a life that you love to be present in. I love you all so much, and I can't wait for y'all to be productive in 2021. It is a beautiful life. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to The Crazy Beautiful Life. If you'd like to leave me an Apple Podcast review, I would really appreciate it. And make sure that you're subscribed so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. I'll see y'all next Monday. It is a beautiful life.